hey today's episode is brought to you by healthy male just about every man over the age of 25 has experienced some sort of erectile dysfunction issue and for some it's more than just occasional it's nothing to be embarrassed about but guys you can avoid the time and embarrassment of going to the doctor and going to get like some ed drugs like viagra or cialis uh just go to healthy male that's all you gotta do you can call healthy male you can go to healthymail.com they have been in business for over 20 years they prescribed over 3 million prescriptions online that's a lot y'all you don't gotta worry about going to like 7-eleven and picking up some kind of janky shady yeah y'all don't know what that is something with that flame packaging that you don't know what this is made of you don't have to worry about that uh you won't wake up in the middle of the night with like cotton mouth and high bring it in hives right you don't have to worry about catching a heart attack uh most orders are shipped in a day with discreet packaging right to wherever you are so your home your office your hotel vacation destination or even fedex pickup location yep you don't have to worry about everybody going oh i know what you got right and the best part unlike most companies online there's no subscription service that you have to cancel so you don't have to worry about getting automatically charged every month even though you've never you know you just wanted to get it one time you only get charged for what you order yeah y'all know y'all know y'all be forgetting and right now they're offering our listeners 20 pills for 49 dollars and that includes a doctor's prescription and free shipping all you have to do is go to healthymail.com or call one eight seven seven four viagra that's one eight seven seven the number four v-i-a-g-r-a and be sure to mention our offer code tbgwt to get your 20 pills for 49 dollars requests for medication are not guaranteed and must be approved by a u.s licensed physician so call one eight seven seven four viagra to see if you're eligible and to avoid doctor's visits for your ed once and for all don't forget mention our offer code tbgwt i listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot stress was part of the reason we were slowly self-imploding that i knew simply figuring out the logistics of any given week was enough to send my blood pressure soaring and that was before i tore open the quarterly statement for our retirement account and was reminded we had saved roughly one-tenth of the recommended amount for a couple on the cusp of 40 who didn't want to work until they were both 103 as such i wasn't always a peach to live with and in response the sarcasm like a weapon there was a bigger issue though most days i had to sense that while i was frantically dog paddling to keep our family afloat sanjay was sailing by our short-term agreement had morphed into an indefinite indefinite arrangement i was again preschool sanjay had applied for a few jobs at local publications and an arts organization but hadn't received a single call back he hadn't minded though because after years of dabbling he had decided to pursue a freelance writing career in earnest that was nearly three years earlier and while he had just a handful of byline stories things were looking up in terms of the number of assignments he received but as he gotten increasingly engrossed in his writing my husband had become markedly less involved in our household i had waited so long for him to find something to replace what would have been his medical career that i didn't want to dissuade him from sticking to his official career plan even if i wished i too could stay at home to write all day hey welcome to the black Altus podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a sunday actually doing feedback on a sunday yes sir oh because we about to take this week off from the regular feed okay 
um now that doesn't mean i mean there's still some premium stuff i gotta do mm-hmm. uh, i gotta do this too much with bossy i think we're doing a balls deep this week so like there'll be a couple premium things happening but regular feed hey we didn't take a week off in, in november at all and, and we got like three games this week yeah and we got a lot of hornets games this week so i mean listen guys you understand um it's it's christmas time y'all taking holidays at y'all job too y'all taking days off um and plus do you really need our opinion on everything uh but we have been working hard behind the scenes diligently so there's still stuff to talk about yes it is um before we get into it um the official weapon of the show is taser and unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme of course is feedback so we're gonna get into all your feedback um in a second the uh quote that i got today was from the book i'm fine and neither are you um uh which is a book well, it's a fictional book uh based off of like a um uh camille pagan i guess her name she's a best-selling author of life and other near-death experiences but um it's a book about like a married couple and this woman who's just like really unhappy with her life and her best friend ods on on opioids and dies and then she it makes her re-examine her life and her marriage and the fact that people put out an image of what is happy and what is how happy how well they're coping when people aren't and she had to examine her life and be like am i like my friend like on drugs but clearly things behind the scenes weren't nearly as perfect as the way her life was set up to look and why didn't she want other people to know that why didn't she want me as her best friend to know i could have been you know help and a resource to her and uh the things she says and talks about her marriage i I always found kind of interesting because um it's one of those books where the stakes are lower than most books so you never really feel like like no one's gonna die there's no murder mystery there's no abuse or anything like that but these are real problems people have every day in marriages and lack of communication lack of commitment lack of understanding uh lack of effort and equality within the household can drive people apart and she was very resentful of her husband who was supposed to go to medical school but you know things that he was uh, he was miserable there so he stopped and was like i want to be a writer she supported his dream uh even though they moved from new york to like the state uh in the midwest she supported his dream but then his dream didn't pop off so now it's five six years later and here we are where you're an basically unsuccessful writer and he's supposed to be like a stay-at-home husband but she still has to do a lot of stuff for the kids because he's not really doing the stuff that you're supposed to do when you're the one that's in the house you know you're not he's not cleaning he's not cooking he's not dealing with a lot of stuff with the children and daycare and he's not making them lunches you know stuff like that that she ends up having to do and then with discipline he also lets her be the bad guy when it comes to discipline so uh that was part of when she started analyzing her marriage and and thinking of some of the reasons she was having resentment yeah and and also uh when it comes to marriage just i'm particularly i'm talking about straight marriages here uh a lot of men add stress to women's lives and when people go when a lot of women go it's like another child men men get offended Mm -hmm. but it's literally like another child for another for women because they're like okay i understand 
a child needing me because you know a child they didn't ask to come into this world you know they were just born i'm the parent it's my responsibility to cook and take care of them but you're an adult man you know and it's one of those things where we made this child together so we should be working together as a unit um because what's funny is how if the roles would have been reversed he would have demanded that she did all those things mm-hmm. you know but since it's him that's quote-unquote woman's work and like, if if the roles were reversed she would have felt the pressure to do all those things correct he a lot of the stuff in their relationship was really about gender roles and archetypal archetypal or archetypical anyway uh people trying to fit types there you go um and being like this is what a man does this is what a woman does and what's funny is when each relationship is different correct power dynamics are different uh the main thing you want to have is two communicating consenting adults in a relationship well not even two you have 12 but you want to have communication consent and you know everyone being of age and stuff right and it's so funny how we all like can advocate for ourselves in our head or maybe we can Mm -hmm. go to work and she had to learn how to advocate for herself she had to learn this whole book is like even i'm sure i'll read other parts about her job and stuff like she had to learn to stand up and to be like no i want to be treated a certain way i want i should get this thing because i earned it that kind of stuff because she was a woman and she had it drilled into her head to be a certain type of nice a certain type of way and i think even in a relationship it can extend to that like i have to be a certain type of nice Mm -hmm. even in this space where i'm at home i should be comfortable i'm not saying you need to be mean or rude or whatever Mm -hmm. but there should be a enough there should be enough comfort and love here for me to be honest and to say hey you i love you as my husband i'm glad you're here you're here all day and you don't clean up you're here all day and you don't uh you know i come home i have to cook you cook you're here all day and uh you know i'm the one raising the kids and i feel like i'm in this by myself right and i don't i shouldn't have to worry so much about your ego when you're the one not doing that work and uh you know in the book is kind of a best case scenario because sanjay turns out to be a pretty like woke dude and he had his own insecurities about the relationship too mm-hmm. you know about his uh about his role because he he felt inadequate and he felt mm-hmm. like a loser yeah, a lot he, of men do you in know those and, and it was that silence in the room that he's just like one day she's just gonna wake up and like fucking leave or something because i'm a loser i'm not getting enough done i don't have a job this isn't working out the way i thought it was um and it took her bringing that up for them to even have those kind of conversations i i love the book because of that it's it's so the opposite of like so many rom-coms and type movie because it's not about a rom-com like a meet cute and then a misunderstanding and whatever this is more about like salvaging a marriage like rejuvenating something that you promised to do already and salvaging yourself and her gaining her own confidence and advocacy and you know like they do a lot of they do a lot of cool stuff in the book like they come up with a list of things for each other to do and you know they they she kind of fails at the list and he does great at the list like he starts doing all the stuff she wants him to do like pretty much right away and he does it well and thoroughly and all this stuff and um but it's funny because when they get close to the end of his list his list like his list stuff was like the first one was we want i want to have sex more often 
that, that which is like the hardest one for them then the next one was like yeah because a lot of times that's the first thing to go in the relationship right that connection and then the next thing was like i would like to you to advocate for yourself more and be truthful so that's not that's like a thing he's saying to help her out and you would think oh this is easy and then that was very hard for her Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that so i I really like that book but yeah that i think a lot of people are in situations like that where and that's not even say stay at home Mm-mm. you work 40 hours he worked 40 hours Come on. you still end up doing all the work in the house so everybody's away so that means that that means nothing's getting done at the house nothing you y'all gone the kids gone it's an empty house mm-hmm. and so you know it's amazing how like i said uh and i put like this they've done studies and we've read it where a woman's work week is like 160 180 200 hours and people be like wow yeah because she worked 40 hours a week then she comes home she cooks and she cleans and all this other stuff and the and the thing is uh sex is a part of a marriage it's a part you know part of a relationship you know most people they want they want to be intimate with their mate the average person does but when your mate is tired because you don't allow them to have the energy to fuck you, it becomes a problem. And then the other person gets mad. Like, I don't want you to fuck me. Bitch, I've been on my feet for 15 hours today. And because we keep looking at these white patriarchal goals of what relationships are, it's all this like a man is supposed to provide enough and mold for the house and then the woman part of her taking up the slack for the fact that she didn't go out and into the world and make this money i'm the one making the bringing home the bacon part of that is oh i'm gonna cook the bacon and i'm gonna fuck you and i'm gonna take care of the kids and i'm gonna keep i'm gonna be in great shape i'm gonna do all this great fucking shit but then we look at the world the world's not that way and especially for black people you know especially for black people black women work more than men many times more educated many times earn more than men um then even in the case that say a man does earn money or earn more it might not be enough to provide a you stay at home life not to mention a woman might not want to fucking do that yeah so you know so so you have all these different layers but we're all looking at this shit from like this 1930s white man world of you know i make the money and you stay home and pop out these kids and i think that's part of the pressure that even now we still put on ourselves in 2019 men put it on themselves to be that provider and that's why they feel like failures and losers and they stress out and they uh feel very insecure about women making more money than them Mm -hmm. and all this shit because they've only learned to provide money and nothing else to the fucking house and then that's why women feel like even though i'm working i need to get home and make my man a meal i need to get home and not make myself a meal not cook for the you know but i need to do these things for other people for the family i have to clean i have to you know do, do like i have to be this this like martha stewart holding down a 40 hour a week job and all this other shit so that pressure i love how the book doesn't turn it into like men are trash and women are great and it turns it into like i've done some of this to myself you know i've broken promises more to myself as a woman than i have to my husband like these are things that i'm supposed to stand up and believe in for me if another person told me they were going through these issues this is what i would tell them to do and i'm not doing these things no and also i think uh you hit on it for a lot of women in the working environment there are rules and regulations in most jobs there are Mm -hmm. rules and regulations and then you have people you can go through and 
you've been doing your job for a long time so you know and and in most cases most women can advocate for themselves in in their jobs at least they do more than at home possibly i don't not, like not we, always we, done, no, we talked about that and done these studies before too where women uh, they ask for less they make less they expect less at jobs at, too yeah yeah that, that that's true too and a lot of women will actually take lower paying jobs if it is more family friendly they won't even apply for a job a little above their qualifications like women will cut themselves now, off there like, i'm i'm guilty of that like i like most like, women like that's what i can say i'm very guilty of i i i wish i had the i wish i had the um the courage in the in the balls of a mediocre white dude because mm-hmm. he'll be like fuck it i don't got the degree i'm apply anyway fuck it i don't know how to do it somebody gonna t- i mean like a lot of them got a fucking attitude they was like i don't give a goddamn i'm going to fucking apply for it and for me i'm more apt like they're going to scrutinize it they're going to look they're going to verify my degrees like ain't not too many niggas gonna get no jobs where they don't check to be sure that you know that 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 you are what you say you are so that's why i'm like i don't lie about shit because the second i lie somebody gonna come and scream i'm gonna lose the fucking job like i just get inside of my head you know when it comes to that i'm like well i don't know so since i don't know i don't want to walk in there not knowing and all of a sudden it'll be a problem because i don't know when you're white you're you're just give you're just given the 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 leeway and you're you're allowed to fail and you're allowed to fall when it comes to that a lot of women they feel like they're not allowed to i remember you and justin was talking about how a lot of women ask their men to like do certain things particularly computer things the things that they're not well of and they just won't learn how to do it and you was talking to justin about that and you was like uh, a lot of women do that because they're not allowed to fail like in certain shit they they have to know everything if they don't they get scrutinized they get torn apart they you know but uh, but when it comes to certain things men e- 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 even in the uh the black household sometimes they're allowed to fail they're allowed to be like this shit i'm gonna go learn about it and fuck it up but for a woman you know anything that she she does is quote-unquote outside or considered uh quote-unquote man's work uh you know all of a sudden is something she quote-unquote can handle so a lot of women and i'm guilty of it too just tap out i'm like fuck it why well, i'm wasting my time learning it well we also support men who fail in a way we don't support women who fail correct you know like when a man fails there's like everyone's supposed to be a support system to boost them back up and say try again when a woman fails it's it's like you you're not a good woman anymore you know what i mean like there's the sympathy and shit isn't there like look at look at a woman who does anything that looks bad as a parent compared to a man come on like it's completely different the way that that like a woman can if a mom gets drunk or something and does something irresponsible uh with her children it's like you violated the terms of being a woman right a man gets drunk and does the same fucking thing while involving their own children it's like well you know he's trying he's in their lives he's uh, you know he wants you know there's people that that defend future still to this point you know in public like it's like but we wouldn't i don't know any woman i don't even know like dre is still catching hell you know what i mean like i don't know any woman that i've ever seen be redeemed quote unquote or forgiven for um any moment that was bad with their children yeah because that boils down to the first time something happened i know people and i've done this before too and i'm starting to change my mind first thing you go is where your mama mm-hmm. don't nobody ever go where your parents where your daddy where mm-hmm. your caregivers where your caretakers it's where your mama 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that is the problem because it's more than a lot of times more than one parent there, but everybody puts the responsibility on children and they just heap it all on the mama. Yeah, it's real. Um, all right, let's get into this show. Okay. This is the feedback show for the blackout tips. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we read them on the show we'll be reading some today the official weapon of the show is and the unofficial sport oh, we already did this sorry oh um, okay ball yeah. um but yeah you can um email us the blackout tips at gmail.com you can um leave us voicemail 704-557-0186 we got one as long as it's two minutes or less we'll plan on the show um you can go to our website the black guy who tips leave us comments vote in the uh, comment vote in the polls on each episode leave comments on your votes in the poll uh it's all meta like that um you can also donate to the show on the front page the com. look on the right hand side hit the donate button um a special shout out to all the people that are now premium yearly premium members because we had our black friday Friday. our colored friday Mm -hmm. i see some of y'all clicked and was like oh our ados friday sale where you get a negative friday however you want to say it you get a year of of black uh friday uh you get a year premium for a hundred dollars um and we had some people sign up for that some people that were month to month changed to a year some people will say hey for the first time ever i'm about to get me a year um so thank you for those who were quick on that for those that are behind on episodes and didn't look for i'm sorry you missed out okay be on the lookout for other specials okay maybe maybe there's another day coming up soon where we'll we'll run that special for another 24 hours um but yeah so y'all check the feed y'all check your social media all that stuff uh there's also black friday sales uh on um our gear at the t public store i saw people buying merch like mm-hmm. shout out to you gonna have some fun christmas presents under the tree maybe you just want somebody in your household that does love the blackout tips to like have their own like shirt or mug mm-hmm. or notebook or some small token of your appreciation with pieces and slogans on it um check it out you know it's right there t public.com um what else happened uh also we put i put out a movie review uh or movie review I, I went and saw queen and slim and i did one review by myself it's a solo review uh it's on our feed now for the spoiled movie review like the feed that's out there for everyone because it was a review i did last month two days ago um and then i have a one that's behind the paywall and it's with me and bossy that we just reviewed queen of slim as well gave our thoughts on it it was a nice long in-depth review uh so hopefully people will check that out uh there's been a lot of controversy about that movie online mm-hmm. um and uh the one thing i'll give it is unlike the harriet controversy a lot of it is from people who did see it so i mean what the fuck can i say i can't make you like a movie i i, I said that with harriet too if you saw harriet and didn't like it i understand that too my man chris saw it and didn't like it i just thought it was whack that people was you know lying on the movie and saying shit that didn't happen in the movie and and being like don't go see it i haven't seen a petition to stop people from seeing queen of slim so Mm -hmm. uh although you know these niggas is mad and complaining about lena so um let's (laughs) it's what they do it's what they do uh all right let's see what else was i gonna say Um, oh and of course we're taking holiday cards so email us the blackout tips 
uh, at gmail.com if you want to get a holiday a card, card from us mm-hmm. email us your address, address yes and we'll uh send one and our address will be in the show notes for this episode as well as our a link to our amazon wish list and all that stuff so if you want to send us a card if you want to send us a gift if you want to just go on our amazon wish list and pick something all those things are available mm-hmm. to you uh you know and now i can get like kindle books on there and stuff so i'm super excited about the wish list we'll see if it uh you know if it actually comes through this year um what else i feel like i'm missing something and i don't know what it is i'll probably hit everything i don't know um uh close enough all right close enough all right let's get into oh what i think that's everything yeah i feel like i'm i must have hit everything i'm probably just being paranoid um this too much is tomorrow uh tomorrow morning me and bossy um so i don't know okay yeah that's about it okay i think that's it i yeah you you talked about the sale i think that's it all right cool 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 let's get into uh um the people that did take the time to like go on our website and give us money to donate to this whatever this is to be like hey i want you guys to just have some money to exist and do what you do um and continue to bring me the heat you know maybe premium person maybe uh i you know maybe i just fucking love y'all and i just want y'all to, to have all the monies and mm-hmm. get y'all black capitalism on and to that of course we always say thank you thank you and we give people a shout out for taking the time out to do that mm-hmm. and Uh-oh. then of course uh spotify says i'm gonna pause real quick and just think about this the choir stopped for a while uh, i don't think i hit an extra button no did, 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 i'm did, scared to hit the button again because it stopped did, did they sit down I dedicate this song to recession yeah. oh see that's why i was scared to hit the button because <laughs> it looked like it was uh playing and then it just wasn't anymore oh uh um we seen um uh jay from queen and jay oh yeah we went to dinner with jay uh uh two nights ago mm-hmm and it was a great time had a good time with her we talked podcasting she tall everybody taller than me yeah yeah you're not that short as uh, she said but yeah we had a great time um mm-hmm. talking podcasting and life and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff so it was fun it was. um you gotta take a picture and then we put it on all the social medias and everybody was all like oh my god my face together at the same time i was like this is dope you know yes shout out to y'all and that black love mm-hmm. um, all right now we'll look at unemployment. today's a new day new day new pay jason f recurring donator thank you very much lanika m we also would like to thank you because you didn't have to but you came through lanika mm-hmm. um and then my phone says hey you know what i'm gonna need to load this next one up for a while because all right tyrone m thank you tyrone you better call him you better call him um but you can't use my phone Mm-mm. i just want you to understand tyrone um all right so this is gonna be a thing with my phone today all right terry w thank you so much to terry for hooking us up with the recurring donation and right it's like the iphone gets a month old and just like fuck fuck all the stuff i used to do easily all right now this is uh off to an auspicious start 
oh lord jesus help me <laughs> kirk franklin what is happening i don't know but smile uh i'm trying to smile but i'm very upset by my phone being like fuck it they singing it it's hard hard to look up when you look down <laughs> i'm trying to look up but i kind of look down at my phone to see what the name is <laughs> all right well that's canceled all right i'll just give guys will get shout outs during the middle of the show like like it's all right okay eric m attitude check bronco prize yes all right and then in five see, minutes when the next one comes up see, we'll go to that embarrassing embarrassing us in front of company see mm-hmm uh let's talk about our reviews while the next email takes an hour to load uh <laughs> waste bees by Sura, and we'll get back to you in another time um uh oh and also i meant to mention don't forget y'all december 5th this is uh janelle james comedy festival yes in brooklyn new york uh i know a lot of y'all went last year she gave us like a shout out mm-hmm. she mentioned us on social media if you go out there you heard of it from us like let her know uh she was supposed to be on the show today but she she had schedule conflicts she couldn't make it um but yeah check out janelle james and uh like her, she keeps adding people to this comedy festival every year and big Aww. names come through she all says, the time i'm here oh uh, so oh what oh mm-hmm. shout out to her um janelle oh wait how is janelle here what is going on here I, I think she's on a train right now or something um but yeah man shout out to her because like i said and i would go but we too far like y'all yeah i'd be jealous of y'all i'm not gonna be lying they be having shit i'd be like oh damn i'm too far that's our people so yo go out there show up show out you know what i'm saying and represent like in a good way don't go out there Mm-hmm. and heckle no comedians or be yelling they don't masses. need your help they don't need your mm-hmm. help to do the show Mm-mm. they don't need no assistance clap when appropriate you know clap what i'm saying appropriate you know what i'm saying go over you know give them a shout out like buy a cd take a take a picture with somebody buy and say t-shirt. you know let them know like hey hey mm-hmm. i'm heard about you on the blackout tips man mm-hmm. we appreciate y'all to show. take the time out to do that show love yeah so make sure you guys do that um all right uh back to this um back to these five star reviews as in the background i'm trying to get to y'all's motherfucking donations that uh oh alexander m shout out to you thank you baby uh, we'll get to the next person in an hour or so (laughs) Um, (laughs) dostry j all right cool now it's going along one every two minutes all right let's talk about y'all's five star reviews we got a couple since uh the last time we did a feedback show uh we got one uh from rabizis 313 who says ha ha five stars been rocking with you all for a little over four years i got my five in a while ago but i've been meaning to debo my wife's phone for a minute now and i finally got it come on she love y'all too so it works out great she's my sexy best friend shout out to me vita rebecca love you bae and karen and rowan wow tried to think of a new one ah. well it is new uh love y'all too y'all are truly a blessing to me and all of us out here in the blackout to nation bless up shout out to you for going through your wife's phone not looking for cheating like going through it for a positive call this is the type of stuff shout I out to see. the sexy wife love i want to see this type of stuff in relationships okay no more going through phones looking for dick pics or teddy pics telephone or, numbers you know who who the hell is jamail like none of that 
go through the phone oh, Tyrone. go through the phone log on to itunes find our podcast leave us a five-star review from their phone that's what i want to see okay that type of trust and love in a relationship that's beautiful uh sunday's episode five stars is the next uh five star review is from deja 29 who says i just want to say that i truly enjoy your show you guys are within my roster of podcasts i listen to daily this episode speaks volumes surrounding the shift in relationships between fans and artists there's always been entitlement but it's on steroids because of the accessibility granted by social media i've been adamant on not engaging in harmful behavior for the sake of laughs it's amazing to see people turn on summer walker and lizzo i worry about that shit all the time for everybody like everybody because everybody everybody most people think that this never gonna be them until it's them and then it's a shocker and it's a surprise but that's the way it's like somebody got to go into the machine somebody got to and so even if it's not to their scale somebody got to go into that machine the machine is like a bottomless pit y'all and one day something's gonna happen you're gonna say something you're gonna do something somebody will snap a picture and next thing you know you're in the machine because it's real easy to participate throwing people off when you've never been thrown off before but once you get thrown off one good time you'll be like oh this is some fucked up shit i think it's also like a part of this this culture of like putting these people on pedestals they didn't ask for right like yes they did ask for you know they did want you to be entertained by them correct yes they did want you to enjoy their product like so if you're doing stand-up they want you to enjoy their stand-up if you're um listening to their music they want you to enjoy their music right they you know whatever this thing is they're doing your actor they want you to enjoy their movies what they didn't ask for was and now we want you to feed us every day with content even when you're not working we want everything to be work we want your political opinions we want your relationship we want your relationship opinions we want to be able to we, harass you and you not say nothing to us we want to approve of who you're married to mm-hmm. we want to approve of your children and your and your parenting techniques right people just keep feeding and feeding and feeding there's no fucking line where they're just like there's like no common decency in some to, people to where they like, just go going too far yeah because you right. don't even know that kind of shit about your own friends and family sometimes right like your own friends and family will be like uh i ain't bringing uh ricardo around you you know yo you know that ain't in your business and we just go okay you know you got an aunt that showed up with somebody at thanksgiving y'all ain't met because it's not your fucking business but if it Come was on. like beyonce we expect to know her motherfucking business right and so um it's funny because people then once they put you on a pedestal and they start especially these woke motherfuckers who look woke people is they have a purpose but fanship ain't really a good one and because they can't reconcile the idea of people being human with the idea that they like something right they have to start ascribing all these these values to themselves via you so what i'm saying is because i'm righteous that means everything i consume is righteous and once you get to that point you get angry when a motherfucker lets you down you can't just be like um lauren hill said something i don't agree with no it has to be i don't listen to lauren hill no more it's canceled for me or whatever it can't just be that erica badu gotta get canceled or whatever and then what's what's funny is time shows that these woke motherfuckers don't even have a wherewithal for that so no. they'll say something like it's canceled but it's they're not really and it's never a big hit on the star financially they never really get disappeared after to go anywhere nope. 
so now you just have all this anger and resentment because erica badu doesn't represent your politics 100 percent of the time whatever the fuck they are and then it's this conflict and this obvious hypocrisy because they're still around you're still consuming a lot of their work and stuff though yes, claiming you you're not right because the numbers don't lie and so you end up with all this like animosity that makes it thankless to be a fucking uh to to give people these parts of you i wouldn't do it if i was these stars and i and i respect the stars that really cordon themselves off away from motherfuckers because can you imagine if someone like especially young as summer walker and lizzo and these people are can you imagine if these young black women were really taking it to their heart that they thought these people had their best interest in mind and really really did support them and love them and shit it would be devastating it's got to be devastating when the people turn around and now there's a new woman and you ain't shit or now you can't do nothing right there's nothing you can say because once once the internet decides your ass is a bad person it's nothing you don't even have to do anything you Mm -mm. lizzo didn't do shit like lizzo just won an award she couldn't make herself win that award she didn't say she didn't vote on it didn't say not a one bad thing about ari lennox still hasn't and yet somehow turned into fuck lizzo so like i i hope they're not taking these fake at i hope they're not taking the fake love into their heart as real because then when it turns into that hate it's gotta hurt you know anyway uh i was told that i was too angry when i was talking about that so you know sorry uh das Das capitalist five stars says great show this is by jermaine who says uh rod and karen are securing all the bags this show is incredible i have been listening for a long time not afraid to say when i started listening years ago i was a half a hotel Mm well you know what you know what i have we you know what you came all the way back from the brink okay come on you didn't I, go I rather, full i rather you, you be half than full could have been worse rod and karen uh give insight to current events and give nuanced uh takes instead of hot takes uh everyone needs to listen thanks to, for the show and continue to doing what you obviously love to do thank you thank you thank you all those reviews were from the united states of america by the way yay so you know we if you got international reviews we'll read those as well just let us know mm-hmm. um and then we got one new five-star review on um stitcher this is from detroit retiree sims eight days ago says five stars in my opinion this is the best podcast in my opinion this is the best podcast that you can listen to if you are looking for open-minded and free thinkers ride can tackle everyday issues and news stories by giving opinions and views from their intelligent and well thought out perspective recently the show has added to their beginning segment passages from books that are they are currently reading i believe that this has elevated the show to another level oh shit oh shit we elevated yeah we trying to just go oh, to the but- whole number level that's oh, all oh shit now we didn't do music this time sorry about that y'all yeah i forgot to play reading rainbow uh but i mean you heard the the, the sound the, the issues we were having with the sound earlier do anybody really want to go through that with us i don't think so also i keep forgetting to check my phone uh <laughs> michael Irvin, the playmaker he also shout uh, out to him we've met up. him shout out to him so you know um uh shout out to jasmine a as also a recurring donator and we'll get back to those when they start to, oh <laughs> deborah oh she also donated all right we'll get back to those um yeah <laughs> detroit retiree sims goes on to say um for making uh i believe this elevated show to a to another level for me making a great show even better it has inspired many people myself including to pick up a book and start learning about african-american history the effects of social media on society and even graphic novels and comic books hey hey graphic novels yay i gotta figure a way out to quote graphic novel. i wish i could 
quote the graphic novels i'm reading the way that you can with uh prose in kindle because you can't really highlight graphic novel panels and be like i want to read this on the show but i just finished uh world uh when the hope everybody asked and i'm reading now um the one where he a plan the one where he got sent away because mm-hmm. i never when i was younger i didn't i this back when you had to like either collect all comics or buy the graphic novel and that for some reason i got some of the comics but not all so now i can read the story in its completeness yay um so i read i try to read shit like that between these serious black ass mo- uh, novels i'm reading mm-hmm. while well, i read gumball yep i read that too though that was um <laughs> you read it because of me i did uh, all right back to this though i recommend for those uh who are new to this podcast to listen to the weekly recap feedback shows that are aired on saturday the recap slash feedback saturday shows cover the daily shows of the week in a short period of time which will give you a sense of the overall content theme of the show Ryder karen have given really given a gift to those who listen to this free show which they produce about five times weekly for one to two hours please Ryder karen keep up the good work we will thank you thank you detroit retiree sims and the last one we got a five-star review for black guy to spoil movie reviews which like i said go check it out we have uh new reviews up for that feed um right now like um trying to think what I'll, i just put on there i know queen of slim is on there but there were some other movies that came out last month that i'm sure people wanted to get our opinions on um including like some black ass movies Matter of fact, I'm going to go on there and check them out because... Janelle says she auditioned for Queen. For Queen and Queen of Slim? Mm -hmm. She would have made a good... uh, She would have made a good Queen. Um, But see, I can see Janelle Janelle being funny. You know what I'm saying? Right. I I can see it turn into a a whole comedy. But you know, comedians also can do that motherfucking... um, Come on, they can be doing that acting. Do that serious shit. You be like, oh, this nigga's acting? You know that shit? Come on, we be looking. Janelle be having us crying and shit. Right. no she could do this to me i'm not prepared. i'm laughing and crying at the same time i'm not ready all right so these are the movies that i just added that you guys may enjoy okay these are some controversial movies that people i want to hear our takes on <laughs> so joker i review with chris lambert mm-hmm. comedian we talked about that and you know chris we got the rambling about a bunch of bullshit too um how woke niggas be ruining reviews for movies uh maleficent mistress of evil me and karen did that one mm-hmm. i did a solo review of zombie land double tap karen and i did terminator dark fate i did a solo review of harriet and a solo review of jojo rabbit and queen slim so you guys got all that on the feed leave us five star reviews is my fucking point all right <laughs> yeah go to the spoiled one and leave five star reviews there too that's a lot of work so y'all are left five leave ten right uh so rissa of the way shout out to our girl says slept on five stars i love these reviews regardless of whether i've seen the movie or not they often encourage me to go back and watch movies i passed up right now i'm watching the marvel universe in sequential order and going back and re-listening to the reviews 10 out of 10 would recommend see yay that's another great reason for our spoil reviews is that if you are a person that appreciate that doesn't want to be spoiled it makes your ass get off your couch and go see the review so you won't have fucking spoiled movie review you'll be like okay i saw the movie now let me see what this nigga talking about because i when i say i spoiled we spoiled the movie like right away so like if you just trying to play with the big dogs and Mm-mm. see what we got Mm-mm. we don't give you no fight they'll be like we give you five seconds we'll be yeah. like bruce willis dead the whole time all right so the listen. whole time so listen this is how the movie went right that's that's how we do it so um we but, bust in but like they killed malcolm x all right let's move right on. 
so all right let's get to uh the comments on each episode we didn't get any comments on our feedback episode which was best podcast in the known universe not hyperbole um but we did get comment on the poll for the for the uh episode which is do you see your family for thanksgiving yes or no 70 percent of our audience does see their family for thanksgiving 30 mm-hmm. percent do not yeah i can see if people lived out of state or was far away bunch of reasons maybe you just don't like, like them that you like you know what nah or you know what you like us uh our tradition now is we go out because i'm yeah like, but that's still seeing our family so that yeah, I, mean, I mean yeah we, yeah we see our family yeah but some people may want to do that you know instead of the uh the traditional thing yeah i didn't say if you do a traditional thanksgiving just oh, do you okay. see your family yes or no um the thing i think is interesting here though is uh i keep seeing on twitter and facebook and i keep laughing but i don't say anything to these people because i know they they either mean well or they're like so woke they're performative but all these people that keep saying this is funny every time to me by the way so i'm letting y'all into my brain don't judge me every time i see somebody talk about you need to go home and like argue with the conservative or not woke members of your family and drag them i laugh every time at the idea of like someone going home to ruin their thanksgiving like after all the travel whatever the logistics is right the cooking all the shit to ruin your thanksgiving for strangers on the internet who will never know if you did or did not do that who don't know your family and don't give a fuck you better stay your ass at home then and then eat some mcdonald's i like i want to know what change is happening from this because i feel like what's happening is a lot of people the 30 percent of people that's not gonna see their family are telling the 70 percent that are to ruin it you know right if i gotta be stuck here by myself you need to go in your house slap your mom in the face and say bitch vote for obama okay this is how we doing it okay i keep it real or you're not a real ally okay Mm -hmm. maybe you think you woke but you ain't really woke like that's how it feels to me like Mm -hmm. just go go tell your uncle black lives matter and then just throw the fucking potatoes right in that nigga face i'm like just go in the kitchen and turn the greens over i'm like am i the only one that that has like a realistic expectation of when i whenever my family gets together that not all these niggas are like bleeding heart liberal progressive motherfuckers like am i the only one that expects that that was you gonna have that no they're they not gonna keep even the people person putting that out there they're not gonna keep that same energy they're gonna be quiet they're gonna be eating their yams they they dressing and whatever else they're gonna be smacking on and they not gonna say shit they just want you to embarrass yourself part of the charm of the black family unit is that ignorant ass relative that you all roll your eyes at mm-hmm. that's part of the beauty you got that one uncle that love the cowboys we all got him like it's paul here he come with this bullshit you know oh he about to ask all the women in the house are they about to get pregnant and have some babies it's gonna you know that one uncle that look a little too hard at your girl that you bring like this oh you were like am i gonna have to fight you unc right like everybody got that that problematic you know that aunt that called the cowboys the cowgirls right and shit like everybody has it and yet you go to twitter nobody has it okay my family is so woke they all would vote for obama three times you know i got everybody got a republican person in their family everybody your whole life you've been rolling your eyes like this nigga when he come around to give you some advice on anything here he go with the bullshit okay like that's 
only twitter is the only place where niggas are encouraging fights offline that they won't even witness for what for you to go back and report to them guys they made me eat outside and then they gonna clown you <laughs> they my mama took the plate out of my hand said get the fuck out the house and we're gonna be like your dumb ass really went there and told your mama that shit I'm like come on oh that's the best i had to go get a hotel for two whole days they kicked me out yes nigga let these niggas go over that man yes because you came in here and you turned the turkey over that i had to thaw out and brine nigga you gonna get the fuck out of here i will absolutely sit across the table and be like this nigga is acting stupid and make a face at the smart people at the table like we both understand that this nigga's stupid mm-hmm. that's all i need yeah and i'm a little bit like pass the gravy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more cornbread i don't expect anybody to do it it's funny but everybody's like, who's checking these fucking scorecards because that's the other they'll be like listen if you white and your family had anybody in your family voted for trump and you don't go in there and fucking say something to him i'm like who how do we verify that this happened you can't they like now they just sitting there eating 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 this green sad well they don't eat greens eating the stuffing sad now they're just sitting there eating the stuffing like i should have said something rod told me i'm not a good ally i don't give a fuck man enjoy your turkey and then leave because them niggas ain't that's the other thing none of these motherfuckers coming around who's the person that's like man i'm gonna tell you when i got woke thanksgiving 2017 i'll never forget it (laughs) changed my life my nephew came he said grandpa you, you remember how you've been saying niggers your whole life or uncle you've been saying niggers your whole I, life i mean i remember stop it I and remember, i said god damn it i never thought of it that way i remember he sliced the ham and gave it to me and changed my life that was the best piece of honey baked ham i've ever had he put a little bit of gravy on my potatoes and then he looked over to me and said black lives matter and i said i get it now i'm i'm not I, fuck trump what was i thinking i just just no one had ever said it before like get the fuck out of here just like i'll tell you what you can do if you want to help out people like at your thanksgiving and the woke people just keep changing the channel from fox news that's all that's all i ask that's that's a simple one or either you smart make it so it's blocked yeah when they put fox news on you know what i'm saying you just be like oh ain't the game on and just switch it to the game y'all do know that that's why football comes on for thanksgiving right for real football comes on for thanksgiving because don't nobody want to talk to these niggas about shit that's it <laughs> oh look the, the lions is playing no one even like the lions Mm-mm. they's always sorry but at least we're not talking to each other that's the promise we made don't hey. ask me about how many kids i'm gonna have Mm-mm. don't ask me uh, and you know that's why they have three games they, yeah. they, they have the ones that actually start on time at like i like lunchtime 12 and 1 then they had the second group of people to start a little late. Then they had the last game for the niggas so that don't can, finish until, you know, we don't get started until 5 yeah. o'clock. And, you know, if you black, you eat during the second game. Right. Second or the third game. White people eat during the first game. Yeah. They, they, yeah, the day yeah. at noon. The first game starts at noon. White people eat then. And black, if you black, you, you supposed to eat at noon, but you eat during the second game. That's, no. It's kind of the rule. Yeah. They, they, like I said, they get real too far behind you eating the halftime of the second game, start of the third. Yeah. But listen, I'm not saying, don't say anything what i am saying is don't say anything on my behalf i don't give mm-hmm. a fuck not on my behalf i wish i would ruin my mm-hmm. you my you. christmas presents for you niggas that's the other thing they want you to ruin thanksgiving with the people that's supposed to give you christmas presents it's a big setup don't don't fall for it don't fall for it 
you gonna walk in there nigga and all the sweet tea gonna be gone it's gonna be a big old sign no nigga you can't drink this i can you better not drink a goddamn drop of my sweet tea i'm just trying not to get your christmas presents wrong y'all niggas gonna get socks and ties and underwear and shit come on you went in there and told grandmama that she a bigot to her face i'm you telling you you don't get t-shirts i'm telling you man be careful okay these woke niggas are not gonna get you nothing for christmas uh brooklyn shoe babe also love a comment i got thanksgiving this year with my kids my ex will get christmas it was the most perfect day i've had this year i cooked my granddaughter my daughters cooked we watched tv and we napped after dinner my daughters played music danced with each other and played hand games while i read my two teen daughters are usually trying to beat each other up so definitely a perfect day that's beautiful mm-hmm. that's like out of some uh like one of those novels type of you know what i'm saying like, they were fooled and sleeping tired that's why they ain't had an injury to beat each other up baby like netflix will option the rights to that day because that was such a perfect black person day i i, I know that uh for Netflix and all the streaming services, it went through the roof. Everybody's like, you know, I got that Disney Plus. Put that shit on for the kids. No, I'm talking about just her personal day. Like, ah. Netflix make a movie off of just how dope that day was. Cause that's, they will. that's nobody's Thanksgiving. Nobody's Thanksgiving is that. We played music and dance and everyone cooked and chipped in. Only thing you left out was and like, we, we all cleaned. I know, and we laughed. <laughs> we all cleaned. I let them use the dishwasher. It was perfect. All right, we have uh comments for episode 2001 Black Capitalist. Jenica says, "Hold on. Nigga, 2000 episodes. Can you believe that? My mm. friend, like that's still hard to believe. Like I said, y'all know we don't keep count, but we but we was like 2001, I was like, "Oh yeah, we did cross the, two, the 2001." Mm. We some hard I brought it up on that episode. I brought it I up know, on that. No, but it's still hard to believe. Like it's mm. I'm it's still hard to believe that I got a niece. So, I'm sorry. All right. Well, you know what? Get your we're gonna play some music after this and we're gonna dance to thanksgiving so it's gonna, <laughs> gonna have us a moment of black joy Jenica says i'm so glad i was working from home when i heard this episode because i screamed when karen said that she had that piece of tissue hanging for her laughing my ass off i hate <laughs> i hate the bathroom in my job because it's usually dirty there's so many stuck up white people there yet two weeks ago i went in there and someone shat on the damn toilet i was so fucking mad people are truly gross yes yeah. they are partic- particularly in the women's bathroom it's, it's like men that but mm-mm. not until you've seen the women's bathroom i uh, like i said i don't have a penis but i remember the first time we was watching if it's for family and the little boy did the trough that's the first time i ever seen the fucking trough because you know i've never been to boys bathroom or the men's bathroom so i was like the fuck is this yeah i um worked in uh fast food and part of my um job um was to clean the bathroom sometimes and uh yeah that'll make you lose a lot of reverence for a lot of people you know mm-hmm. i think that's really when i became uh a feminist because <laughs> i was like oh these women is equally as nasty as these niggas this is gross like it was terrible they like you take all the illustrious shit out of the whole yeah. equation <laughs> yeah like that like they said they don't wash their hands and on top of that you got to deal with periods and bloods and pads and tampons like it is fucking disgusting yeah i i mean i don't know about the not washing hands because i'm not in there i was never in there when women were they they didn't um you know washing their hands clear you know what i'm saying like i was just there to clean i think that's just a people thing yeah but yeah there's nothing worse than a nasty ass bathroom miss smart says as you were talking about the general how the general black public treats our young black celebrities i started to think about how treating people as if they are disposable happens similarly in dating Mm-hmm. every new person is the greatest until they aren't and then they're replaced by the next better thing sometimes 
through slow gaslighting when the discard happens the discarder gets pissed if the discarded actually expresses displeasure becomes unavailable saves etc much like when these young ladies decide to have a reasonable reaction to the trauma and the, the public causes leaves makes their talents and save themselves um the same public that caused trauma and discarded the young women get pissed at the women mm-hmm. so basically the community is pulling this the some brand of narcissism yeah you know what it makes me think about how everyone has those those uh social media posts where they be like you know something about something real petty and hateful about their ex right it's always like you know oh that feeling when your ex gained 50 pounds ha 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 or you know when you see your ex need a ride home and you just drive past that nigga you see him catching the bus or whatever right and it's always like but that ex probably got ex posts about that person i don't know which of you niggas is right both of y'all could be crazy i don't know i don't know you know i saw a video uh from a woman that put out a video of like a dude she had fucked and then she was talking she was on like it was a comedy video so she was on the phone like making a date with another nigga and he was and it panned over and this other nigga was still in the bed and then she was like listen you can either be in your feelings or be in my bed and then he pulled the cover up like he was <laughs> <laughs> it was so good it was so funny and everybody was retweeting and then oh it was and then whoever retweeted was like if you're not doing these niggas like this blah 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 and i was like i mean it's funny but, but if you are doing niggas like that 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 is as fucked up as niggas doing it like it's still fucked up like right. you know but people i think people i don't know they kind of like um really value like demeaning somebody else for people's pleasure correct and i don't and think other people's entertainment right and you would think to some level it, it should it would stop with intimate like romantic relationships because it's like why would i want to sit on somebody that i was interested in for an audience but it don't stop man motherfuckers are savage with this dating shit i'm so glad because i could not handle that i don't have the ego to handle somebody shitting on me in public to make like a joke about my relationship with them you know what i'm saying i don't have it in me i I would much because i wouldn't do it to them right so then to have it done to me i would i would probably be very shit right and also i know i'm built for the way a lot of people date now i'm not built for everything being recorded i'm not built for intimate moments being recorded i'm not fucking built for that i'm like motherfucker we're gonna talk and it ain't meant for goddamn online like every second of my life is not meant for everybody's fucking entertainment because even though we're together i'm not gonna be quote-unquote woke all the time because i'm a growing human being i'm not gonna say the right thing all the time you're not gonna say the right thing all the time and how can i fucking grow with you together as a couple if we're always allowing these outside entities that don't give a fuck about us to put their opinions on the relationship also what are the rules to when you can share this shit and not because i see people sharing private exchanges sometimes from like either a dating app or like text between them and a person or instant messages and i'm like what are the rules for that because like when like when is that fucked up and when is it not like when is it a gross violation of my privacy that you share something and when and when is it not because people have different barriers for what they consider to be like the egregious thing because sometimes you'll see people that are just wrong like somebody will say something like i can't believe this guy no i can't believe this woman actually asked for a picture of my license plate on my car before we could go out and then people will be like why did you share that and yeah she don't want you to be a serial killer so she might be one of da 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 and i'm just like 
couldn't all of this have been private couldn't you have just been upset in private and been like uh i don't want to go out with her she already thinks i'm a serial killer or could you have not shared it you know what i'm saying or what like could you not have been in your feelings or when you share it and then everybody jumps in your shit be like oh i didn't see it that way it's never like that no and also um something somebody brought up i'm looking i also think that we live in a society now where feelings are bad if that makes sense like any type of feeling are bad so a lot of people get hurt and they don't know how to handle getting hurt so i'm hurt and i'm mad so now put your 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 titty pics out now i'm gonna put uh mm. now i'm gonna put out this shit these private moments that right. was meant for us i'm putting out because of my hurt because of my pain women do the same thing i'm i'm hurt and i'm mad and i don't know how to deal with these emotions i don't know how to digest these emotions in a private place and in a private setting i don't have friends that i could call and talk to like real friends they'd be like bitch don't put that online or nah bro don't put that online like 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 we, we, we we've lost that 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 circle of people around you that aren't yes men that are like this is not logical them people that will prevent you from just doing ignorant shit that's kind of lost from everybody wanting to perform for the internet yeah i like i think also the thing is like people aren't making being hurt look good like it's not looking good like because you know what i'm saying like it's not like like it's not like you look at that and go damn i wish that was my life like people out here doing really fucked up callous shit to each other and then like laughing it off but i'm like you know you're kind of laughing in that like i'm hurt way like that that mean like i'm like ha ha i'm over it and you're like nigga you ain't nah. over it you ain't and, like, and, and the thing is you this can nigga tell crying in his car. right by the way the person's responded and like i say because the way my mind ticks i know that i'm not built for this because i can't speak about y'all but it's gonna be a motherfucking problem if intimate moments you know that me and you have shared is on because it's to the point now where you go okay let's say i do get up with somebody i'm single i do get with somebody we get up we get intimate people so foul how do i know it's not a recording device in here recording us like i don't know because people aren't truthful anymore i don't know because i don't know you it's just wow like because i'm like some of my closest communications with people come from like text instant message dms you know shit like that i can't imagine screenshotting somebody's shit you know what i'm saying like we disagree and guys let me tell you what this person did but that's like a common thing now like motherfuckers disagree and then it's like and let me tell you back in 2018 she didn't like uh rihanna she said rihanna was a fat bitch and i got the dms to prove it i'm like what is happening but yeah i think people even do that even in romantic situations like they do and that's the kind of and to me that's the the disadvantage of the internet because everybody it's like well i'm open about everything so you expect celebrities to be open about everything quote unquote and the thing is some people are telling the truth some people not telling the truth like like that's the thing you don't ever know some people are performative we don't know right some some people are they're telling you the truth for some people yeah but we don't know right there's no reason for us to know right and 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 so since you don't know for certain things it's just best to just keep that keep keep certain things offline um but yeah i do think um i think another thing that fucked up the dating game i shouldn't say fucked up people are always fucked up you know it's dating another thing that's kind of made it seem worse is that so much of the interaction happens through apps now and apps by nature are about quantity over quality for the most part right so you know swipe right swipe left yeah you know all this you know do you like me check yes or no shit it's got people like 
you know being their most superficial selves all the time for other people so you got people out there that's putting out folks pictures and being like look at this ugly motherfucker thinking we can date <laughs> i think not and also screenshots it into my instagram and so i think that shit is making people more ugly um the poll for this episode is does the bathroom at your job have liners no yes no or i work from home 54 percent yes it's higher than good thing. it's higher than i thought it would be 37 percent say no and nine percent say i work from home or don't have a job that's me um and place, if you don't got a liner at least have some lysol some spray some white like just something so i can wipe the the toilet down you gotta get a bathroom kit which then announces to the world you're using the bathroom every time you get up apparently so that's what i that's what everybody got everybody should bring a bathroom kit to work and it's just got like a bunch of like it's got wet wipes it's got like it's really, like a bucket you know how they had like the cleaning bucket when you pick yeah. it up like a bucket yeah but like something fancier than a bucket a bucket looks nasty i'm not something that like like almost like the cases people have for when you have a baby and you have all the stuff for a baby in there like pampers bottles ah. something like that before the bathroom it's like it's got lysol but like it's got Ooh. like pine saw but yeah. then you took the pine saw and poured it into like a really like cute uh not pine saw holding spray bottle yes it could be like it could be like a like a makeup pouch yeah type of thing where you can zip it and when and, and like like i said y'all if we ever get skits when you get ready to go you ought to reach in your joy and pull it out and it's to glow and then you open it up and then it almost blinds you oh right i just want like a vanity can it should come with like a bluetooth speaker to cover your farts you know because you're gonna need that come on it should Sound, come soundproof so y'all know when you pull the strip off for your period it, it don't echoes across the whole bathroom it should be all like just straight up like stylish you know what i mean like la- like luggage it won't i want it to look classy okay we're trying to have class sophistication i want it you, to come with the good the good toilet paper like come the on one, we talking about four ply we ain't, yeah. we ain't talking about no one or two we talking about the, the good one the toilet paper that y'all you know you spring for you like it's a banner day my asshole will be treated with with like like kim kardashians but today okay yes you put it up and instead of pine solid be like le 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 sol right <laughs> like it comes with like yeah potpourri incense le like, wipes uh like all kinds of stuff that just like it comes with all these other ideas that are just like just the master scent they're like of, why is there a window clean in there i want to be sure that everything is fine. and then that way no one can shame you for knowing you're going number two because it's like i am in fucking luxury you simpleton you broke motherfucker that's right i'm gonna be using the bathroom with no words of disease or embarrassing smells or odors or my hands or like being disaffected or y'all hearing my farts i'm gonna be in here listening to fucking whitney houston on my bluetooth speaker attached to my luggage case come on and with the disposable like it's gonna have like a dis- like a replaceable disposable bottom or something so whatever you sit it on you can get rid of that too so you're not bringing <laughs> no diseases you know the whole time it'd be like oh you know that yeah. the, the music be going on in the background while you doing this whole i'm just up. saying it's gonna play classical music or contemporary pop come on one of the two you pick so soft rock okay um all right we got comments on that one uh alicia says fun fact of the day other countries don't even have toilet seats european countries white people nasty lol just a commode as my grandma said what also karen i hear you i don't have the upper body strength to lift my small child 
to hover over the toilet so now i just tell her to stand on the toilet and squat she is good for having to go number two in public and no she can't hold it she like to take her sweet time too shaking my head i haven't thought about what y'all do with them children's right i don't know what you do you just gotta lose your dignity i guess right because um, most kids have to sit yeah that's that's terrible shout out to Janine redfield and mary ham uh, mary h and oh my a y'all the next people that my phone loaded uh me y'all the real mvps miss barn 72 says at my job we have bathroom serial killers these heavens would just desecrate our bathrooms taking monster dumps and not flushing or clogging up the toilets taking menstrual products and trying to flush them smear feces on the wall just disgusting nigga what do you work i come asylum <laughs> what but the greatest offense was not washing their hands well yeah i think if you smear feces on the wall you should probably wash your hands these hoes won't be so bold to go out the stall and, and keep will be so bold to go out the stall and keep it moving i'm thinking this is a level of hell built just for those yes oh oh god the nerve to use a nasty bathroom and still be like i think i don't need to wash my hands mark says no liners in my office at least not in the men's room i have never been able to get one of those to stay affixed to the seat anyway it is a beast though i hate that like i need the liner but the liner is not the business because <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's like the hospital gown of protection you know, you know it's, it's 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 like the low quality condoms i need like a complete disposable like toilet seat mm-hmm. yeah you you, you, <laughs> I want you get the thicker seat. ones you good you get the thin ones you be like Mm-mm. yeah it's the worst oh like, I, like who made this lifestyle now i got a combination of of liners mm-hmm. I, I i want trojan liners uh i've never been to get one of those stay fix of the seat anyway i would rather drive all the way home than deuce at the office i understand the guys are going the morning uh go in with the morning paper or their smartphone ready to clock in for business yeah that's a that's a specific type of lazy the people that are like i am just here to get paid to shit (laughs) you know you know how i came like that's a specific brand of laziness you just don't see often um i got up just in enough time to barely make it here and now it's time to shit episode 2002 why biden keeps winning um was uh the name of that episode we had one comment and then of course we have the poll um and let me see if some more names loaded rachel h you're the next contestant on my phone is finally loading one at a time uh so the comment was from Amon who says the black capitalist segment had me rolling hope y'all had a great holiday Amon. thank we you did. thank you we did have a great holiday and i'm glad that uh you liked uh that segment a lot of people was on twitter talking about they liked that segment or on my facebook page and now i guess they're more in on the joke when i share these articles on facebook and put that right? put that capitalist in there uh did jada mess up by not physically murdering ti live on facebook yes she should have killed him to send a message no then she would be throwing away her life for nothing or maybe just stab him a little bit but not murder him ah <laughs> karen b b so no she would have been throwing her whole life away for nothing well 35 percent of the audience agrees with karen 12 percent feel like she should have killed him to send a message and 53 percent say maybe just stab him a little but not murder him i understand Amon says, I mean, if you can't trust your friends to shank you, are you really friends? 
nigga you done messed up shank 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 ti in hospital and the doctor said jada missed all his major arteries and organs that's that's why i love i know sis cares about me i understand patriarchy now a term i never heard before (laughs) (laughs) oh did you know they have uh toilet seat covers that fits over the whole toilet baby i didn't know no i didn't know that maybe you should invest in some for your job or send it to your manager and tell her to buy some for everybody i wish i could mark says to quote sophia from color purple he ain't worth it let that man do right by his daughter or live in his shame either way it's on him um i guess i mean but the other thing is that jada want that content i mean y'all niggas know them clicks count Mm -hmm. they good red table good for getting a good guest that, that's their job that's if their you, whole job if you black and you get in some controversy i mean they got to be on the short list of places you can go and let's be frank the other people on the list are not places any of you niggas respect so let's be real Mm-mm. if they was if ti goes to the breakfast club none of us is like they'll they'll put them to task Mm-mm. none of you niggas did that shit oh steve harvey will set the record straight like get the no. fuck out of here that's the best place to go it's the closest you're gonna get to what y'all want and the other places that y'all really really think they should go nigga they are never going there of course not any place where somebody would literally read them for filth and tell them they ain't shit is a place them motherfuckers will never be nigga could have been on joe budden podcast y'all welcome y'all should thank jada all y'all should write her a personal letter like you you did the best you could because we know the alternatives was way worse come on uh brooklyn shubay says ti going to get what he deserves jada out here living her best life she doesn't need to mess up for that fool i wish there was more of a pushback regarding the idea of moms controlling daughters bodies parents care for their children by feeding them dressing them making sure they are appropriately prepared for life the hymen thing is beyond that shaking my head this hits a nerve and i can't really think too hard about it without getting emotional yeah i mean i know what you're saying i do think the hymen thing is beyond the pale obviously right but i also think there's some legitimacy to um with girls feeling like their bodies were controlled by their moms on a way that wasn't fair to them that was not um that was not something that was placed upon their brothers uh and other siblings um to that nature so i can see how it would be uh like shit we all know moms have there are women that like my mom did traumatic damage to me over my body developing and changing and shit Mm -hmm. so i can see the idea of women enforcing that same patriarchy but in a different way and society being more okay with it like there are women that are yelling at their daughters like keep keep your legs crossed and your mouth closed and shit like that no tna yeah don't be don't you know don't wear this dress out don't wear your hair like this um you know um don't wear this certain type of bra so like i can see how there's something there i don't think it's the same impulse as like you know i equate what ti did more to like uh chastity dances and shit you know those 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 motherfuckers that make their daughters promise them chastity until they meet the mm-hmm. man they're gonna marry and shit like that's how his shit felt to me now maybe he felt he was just protecting life blah 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 it felt creepy to me i feel like that shit is way too far but yeah i think there are ways that women do it that we let it go to go that's a woman telling a girl the same thing but it's it's she's it's a woman saying it so we can't really say anything so anyway that's what i think yeah i mean yeah but who gonna tell a woman tell her daughter you know what i'm saying like it's just different for women it's not 
t.i has a point it just doesn't make what he did okay correct but i see how he got to that point because he's not he don't think about this or he's not trained in any of this he doesn't give a fuck about this shit he's just like well how come women get to do it you know and the truth of the matter is fair or unfair because they women that's the real that's the real truth some some people you know uh have some people in our listening audience now have traumatic damage from the way their mothers treated them as their bodies changed and developed and the idea that boys may become interested in them and it wasn't always good talked about it on the show we've read stuff about it on the show it's not just men doing this damage but the idea was pale it's easier for us to single him out and be like yeah you're you're crazy but the impulse and the idea of protecting a girl from the world by restricting things about her and policing her body um overly policing her body that ain't a man thing that ain't gonna die with ti that's not gonna die with tiny that's not gonna die with whoever's listening to this show that had it happen to them or the people passing on that legacy that's the same way i think people need to break the chain of like beating kids and shit you Mm -hmm. should break the chain of like policing your daughter's body like that like it belongs to you not her right uh episode 2003 was the last one of the week wife wars uh we'll be reviewing walking dead some when we get back mm-hmm. uh m lagman says i love the opening this episode i think it's why i really enjoyed the book excerpts to start the show the reading sparked a theoretical and historical discussion and then moved to present day examples and then your own personal experiences with the concept perfect i really got an understanding of things and it got me thinking the podcast in general is a fun show with lots of laughs don't get it twisted you guys are geniuses at your craft sorry to the listener who isn't digging the book stuff but i hope it keeps on going best mary thank you mary thank you yeah and we started with the we talked about the black resistance and how it's changed over the years Mm -hmm. robert writes in i have to start back listening live in the chat so i can help y'all pronounce these confusing ass louisiana city names because there's always an article about some schism happening here (laughs) yeah my favorite thing is that we never can pronounce that shit right because we ain't from there Mm -mm. but let's be real even if you was in the chat correcting us it's gonna just be fucked up i'm not gonna get it right and i'm never gonna remember so it's probably like take it as a little joke for yourself like oh they don't know how to pronounce it that's cute you know uh maybe that'll make people realize that we just niggas giving our opinions and not to be so upset when they disagree we don't even know how to pronounce batar rouge okay we just making shit up bsb babe says love the new black capitalism segment especially karen's reactions Ah! yeah karen is not with my agenda Mm -mm. so far but by hook or by maybe, crook maybe i don't get the joke i don't know i'm gonna get this socialism in the show y'all gonna see i'm also still enjoying reading rainbow because it lends itself to conversations keep it up if you can we will we will thank you um yeah the only way i won't keep it up is if i reading and then i'll be like i don't got nothing to talk about uh who was patrick patterson calling a bulldog that was the poll still that man's wife for me personally still probably my funny the funniest uh story that we covered all week and there were some funny stories but man that tickled me so good knowing that that dude did not really mean to get as much smoke as he got Mm -mm. too much dip on your chick anyway don't matter now the poll results Uh, are all black women duh all of them that man's wife dumb b or don't matter he getting fried uh well, well b and c can, All right. can, can you pick more than one choice nope only one 
15 percent say all black women he called all black women bulldogs okay 33 percent say that man's wife which is probably the correct answer but then 53 percent say the answer that i really would go with if i was picking it don't matter because he getting fried it don't matter you shouldn't have said nothing about nobody man your ass got cooked it was so good it was so good did anybody else pop up on the thing or we finished on the thing on the uh on my phone yes i mean we got other segments to get to but yeah sure uh stefan h popped up on my phone and now it's loading for uh shanna a girl shanna um she shut this up um and jonathan w jonathan h still loading all right Corey b uh we had one voicemail um to play uh for the show you can leave us a voicemail 704-557-0186 and we'll uh play it on the air as long as it's two minutes or less uh we only had one this week but we appreciate the people that time 704-557-0186 is where you leave the voicemails um but yeah if you uh go over two minutes it cuts your ass off automatically yeah it's pre-programmed y'all and then it looks real awkward because you got to call back if hey it's- rod and karen this is brent it's been a long time since i've called in but i just wanted to congratulate you all on your 2000th episode man i'm so happy for you and your wife it started out um i guess just a dream and i've seen you all grow your podcast change up things and and i wasn't there for the first one but i've but i've been listening a long time man, and i appreciate you i don't always agree with you and that's one of the reasons i like to listen to you man because through you we've learned that all black people are not a monolith all people we have different different um different views and different stances even as african even within our own community and so you through you i've learned to look at things from someone else's perspective and uh I just appreciate you, man. So have a good one, man. Here's for 2,000 more. Take care. Well, oh, thank, thank you. you. Marant, uh goes way back with the show. Appreciate you listening. Uh, thank you for congratulating us on the uh, milestone. And, I mean, me personally, you don't have to agree with me. I definitely uh-huh. don't feel like, you know, if you listen to the show, you're going to agree with everything I say. But I will say this. If you don't agree with me, you are a coon so that's not a true statement because i mean i'm not saying black people are a monolith i'm just saying all the niggas that don't agree with me are basically Stephen a smith mm-hmm. so that's no, no you know i say mm-hmm. stop shucking and jiving for them white folks and just that, agree no. with me on everything no that's not a true statement wow okay well Karen, i guess karen's trying to have your back for some reason i don't get I'm it i'm trying but, to be reasonable yeah i i personally don't understand the what she's views doing. expressed by Roz are his well karen right now you sound kind of like a coon okay the i mean the way the way you going over well, there i'll just be a coon doo, 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 doo. yeah i can see that because the way you going over there trying like, to defend like, this like this in capitalist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trying to defend this coon and now you got me i got, out here. I got my tap dancer shoes on you want to see them baby won't you take me there i want some real good food to eat i want shocking it Mm-mm-mm. I don't mind. Tariq Nasheed was right. <laughs> um, alright, let's <laughs> But nah, seriously. Yeah, no who who the fuck agrees with everything anyone says I these hope days? You don't. 
um uh shout out to andy s darwin m darwin m appreciate you um and now i gotta wait on the the emails to load for my regular thing okay and, uh mr spade uh but yeah so you can email us to the at gmail.com we're gonna read those now nurse tiktok this is by ria who says uh hi rod and karen weighing in on the we can tell when you fake in tiktok video and the reaction from the masses my initial reaction on watching the video was to chuckle as a healthcare professional you develop a different type of humor one that is often morbid and would seem inappropriate to those not also within the field i believe it comes from dealing with the sick and dying on a daily basis we also deal with the not so ill people just as frequently and probably think we can spot someone faking as a result hence the chuckle yeah i, I think mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, they have a word oh. for that and i forget what it's called i understand that doctors probably do the same thing yes yeah but i remember we did an article about um it's almost like a disconnect we did an article about ambulance ambulance drivers or something and they did a joke that got them fired but then like they, they the article explored this this concept where you work in these jobs that require you to see shit that when motherfuckers die every day you start finding humor and joy and like trying to normalize it in your brain and sometimes it takes these horrible obviously offensive uh the like what's funny to you is not funny to everybody because right that. it's one of those things where within the group it's one thing you get outside of that group the general public like this ain't funny yeah i forget what it's called it's something something with empathy but anyway the more i thought uh, thought about it though the less funny and more concerned i found the video the issue i and i and a lot of other people have with the video is that despite occasionally having the urge to roll my eyes if someone's complaining of pain anxiety feeling weak or whatever it may be it's our job to assess the patient and that complaint and intervene the idea of dancing to the beat of someone's shortness of breath is just off-putting uh people die every day because of medical and nursing mistakes including that what that what is called a failure to rescue which is literally a healthcare professional not recognize the situation that leads to death everyone makes mistakes at their job no matter how great a worker you are but our mistakes can mean the difference between life and death and while i realized it was a joke and it wasn't meant to be that deep the joke seems to ask hit a spot i wasn't aware was so sensitive welcome to twitter mm-hmm welcome all, to twitter all the jokes hit a spot that you didn't know was sensitive why the chicken cross the road nigga my mama was a chicken <laughs> and she wasn't able to cross the road i need a trigger i need a trigger warning for these chicken jokes and uh, a white car hit her mm-hmm. you ain't say nothing about the classism of that sis but we're not ready for that conversation mm-hmm. uh maybe it's a result of being a black woman in the field but i'm very aware of the discrepancies in the quality of care we receive anecdotally we the blacks do die more often from preventable errors we are often undertreated for pain we are scrutinized more heavily when we complain doctors do test us more frequently for drug alcohol use literally the very night at the first scene of the video i went to work i had an argument with a nurse also black who was hesitant to medicate someone for pain because she was not really in pain yeah we talked about that all the time on the show serena williams beyonce uh i had asthma as a kid many people i wrote a whole thing about it on medium uh i guess i'm just at a point where i'm looking around at my field and other members of the healthcare team and wondering how these same people would treat me and my family members in the event one of us was complaining that we couldn't breathe right which in turn brings to mind eric gardner no it wasn't nurses that ignore him but still trained professionals who should have recognized a critical situation this whole society seems to just dismiss the pain and suffering of others and it feels like her video slapped a lot of people in the face with that yeah i mean people made it about being black 
and even though she's black people made it about like this is because this like there's no reason that we really should feel that she meant i want to mistreat and ignore the the real symptoms of black people right but when you put something out there like that in the environment that is today and especially on twitter that is what it's going to become whether you fucking meant it to be or not right because we like to make everybody shit about us and black people be on twitter a lot so it's like your shit might it might have just made a, a ill time bad joke about anyone now it's about the black maternity death rate because that's what the fuck we deal with and to that info add to that info that's floating around that she's a mental health tech and the stigma around mental illness and a mess yeah is that info real is that verified because you know twitter you don't know these motherfuckers be saying shit you gotta verify that shit for real mm-hmm. anywho thanks for reading thanks for the show you're one of my favorite podcasts definitely my favorite podcasting couple the work you do is valuable keeping us stressed out listeners company and making us laugh i appreciate you have gotten quite a few people hooked on the, your brand of fun feels appropriate that my first email was to response to episode 2000 congrats on another milestone keep up the excellent work ria thank you thank you yeah man and i mean i just listened to this podcast american scandal and they talked about the tuskegee experiments and they ended it with an interview uh of this black woman who's a journalist who talked about the black maternity death rate so um these problems are systemic it's not even just a well if black people care for black people even other black people can be callous towards black people Mm -hmm. um not believing in black pain not not communicating and taking people seriously when they tell you they're in pain when they're experiencing certain things i mean all these things are real and they're just now in 2019 exploring the idea that oh it's race like it's not uh the um you know income it's not lifestyle it's it's race white women who make a certain amount of money in a certain type of shape have a much lower uh, mortality rate numbers don't die somebody was like wow look at all these black people dying and these white people not dying what is the factor that's causing these extra deaths numbers don't die exactly numbers don't lie my bad no actually that's actually uh better um but then also the other thing was um even when you account for who the fuck like is taking care of somebody none of it really matters and america in general has a higher mortality rate for women in pregnancy um then other uh civilized what's the right industrialized countries than other ones so even with white women they still die at a much higher rate in this country than other places Mm -hmm. so it's like a it's a systemic thing amber says reading rainbow with a rainbow emoji let me tell y'all something first i listen in my car so often i'm not able to put out my pull out my phone and fire off an email to y'all when i hear something i want to get feedback on but since there's been a lot of talk about read the reading rainbow and i have a free moment i wanted to share my thoughts i gotta say i did agree with that young woman that said she reads a lot and that she gets bummed out by the excerpts i read a lot and i'm quite knowledgeable about a lot if not most of the socio-political topics covered on the show and it can get kind of depressing to have to be faced with talk about this stuff all the time but then i had to slow my roll and remember that one is not about me two there are people that can and are benefiting from the reading rainbow segments of the show yeah not to mention um the other thing i'll throw in there before i finish reading this is you also know about the topics of the day and our socio-political commentary on that you actually don't need me to tell you that i think ti is full of shit 
right and every podcast is gonna tell you that you listen to probably that ti is full of shit so i ain't really adding nothing new to that conversation either i think people just feel affirmed by the fact that we're sharing that well you know we also want to share our opinions on other things people aren't talking about uh at the first it did feel like a drag but let me tell you when karen starts talking about her relationship with her mother trust i have teared up a few times multiple times i can relate and hearing someone else express their feelings and journey of healing around their relationship with their mom phew it's therapeutic now where the rap lyrics fun and lighthearted, absolutely and i loved it but i'm seeing now that this segment serves a purpose and i love how y'all unapologetically have full control over your show and i admire your willingness to voice that and keep doing you even among dissent love what you do best amber in also p.s an ex told me about y'all's podcast and it's the best thing he could have done for me shout out to you for with the positive x shout out normally it's uh, x put me on this podcast i hope he's still listening he died rotten hell like that was positive yes so shout out to you thank you baby and, and i'm glad that uh you have that understanding because that's the whole purpose like i said for, for people there are people that actually do do a lot of reading and understanding things like that but there are people where they're hearing these excerpts for the first time they're hearing these talk us talk about these books for the first time a lot of this stuff is new and so it's one of those things to where um i like to have the conversation with roger i like that we're talking about various different things that can actually relate to today and so we're actually talking about shit today but in a different manner in a different way it's not the same wash rinse and repeat that everybody else is doing and uh, a lot of times things we are talking about even though they might have happened years ago you know for some people who might not understand and don't know the history like that it, it allows them to connect the dots in a way that they might not have been thinking about before also we're giving our lives mm-hmm. like we're giving people glimpses of like our childhoods our marriage our like it's deeper than just you know that it's what people take from it but it's deeper than that you know and if people let it grow they'll see that it's not always a black history thing or Mm -hmm. something like a serious issue sometimes it's just funny shit sometimes it's gonna be silly lighthearted shit just like the rap you know and also there were people that didn't like the rap lyrics i remember people writing in you know oh so you'll play a rap lyric that says the word bitch but you won't say i'm like nigga calm down jesus christ (laughs) it ain't it ain't life and death jeff m recurring donator thank you very much mccoe f thank you as well early days in photography thank you michael w wow my phone is working go to s call to h marvin b yes marvin b, b. J, uh j full thank you asia d solana s nerds and luxury those luxurious ass nerds thank you very much and now it's loading again uh mr span writes in toilet liners karen i too refuse to sit on my black ass on a public toilet with a without a liner uh unfortunately at my job we run out of them rather quickly because you got about 170 guys in my station and a good number of them opt to take their morning constitution at the job as opposed to home but for me what irks me the most is when you get the liner in that boy and you gotta really gotta go and the automatic toilet just flushes that liner right on down the drain <laughs> yes it's like it reads your butt cheeks and be like you know what? oh you're trying to get a- i hate that shit i hate that shit now you got you got clothes halfway undone gotta step out the stall get another one hopefully sit down quick enough so the toilet don't flush it down again but when the worst comes the worst and they ain't got any i just use toilet paper because i refuse to sit my black ass down a public toilet bear come on y'all ever think about back in the day like 
before they had all this shit and you just had to like shit in a hole in a in a dank ass house with, go to an outhouse with bugs and shit fuck in it that like i don't like every like people be like I things haven't changed i don't give a fuck what they say our things is just as there ain't nothing changed since our ancestors i'm like nah 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 running water in these toilets mm-hmm. though them pipes nah this ac though it, the ac is hitting I, I, i've seen outside stalls i think i haven't seen like an outhouse when i was in the country i will motherfucking hold it yeah uh i don't even use a bathroom at porter potty i'm good i'll just now the party's over i gotta go home mm-hmm. uh y'all have a good one and by the time you read this it'll probably be after thanksgiving so happy holidays all that jazz talk to y'all again soon thanks mr fan mm-hmm. um let's see uh summer walker and monique versus kaepernick this is from crystal who says hello rod and karen i wanted to write in last week but life happened i'm scrolling on instagram and i thought of the show i think summer walker is aiming to be a part of the ant hill lauren hill lol not sure if you all heard about the issues with her toronto show i heard she didn't show up or something i haven't done any research only saw this story on instagram but apparently she had her fans waiting uh for two hours while she was roaming the city of toronto with Drake. they knew this because she was on instagram live the fans couldn't eat enter the building until she showed up apparently and was stuck out in 47 degree weather someone commented that she must have be managed she must uh, be managed by lauren hills people damn on another note regarding uh, by the way that is egregious i mean yes that, that is because that's not an anxiety that's thing that's just that's just un- yeah that's just that's just mean and fucked up um if that's true by the way i don't have i don't know idea. right on another note regarding kaepernick spelling uh yeah you spelled it right close enough i was likely uh i will likely get flack and please don't be angry about my thoughts well you fucked up because you shouldn't have told me now i'm pretty bad i don't matter what you say i'm not baby i had a discussion with my hubby about all the people supporting him are also the same people who clown monique i can't help but see the similarities in their circumstances and that they feel they are not being offered a fair chance and being blackballed for speaking out i'm wondering you all thoughts or if you see similar parallels but different reactions well karen you mad now that she mentioned these thoughts Mm-mm. well i for one am livid okay mm-hmm. how dare you compare a black woman to a black man you betrayed the race no you didn't uh i don't know man i i think i mean obviously there's some difference because monique's thing was she felt underpaid she because they did offer her the job she just would not do it for that cost right and then she went and said like we should boycott netflix which in all fairness kaepernick never asked anybody to boycott or demanded anything um now i think it's the privilege afforded to black men i've talked about this Mm -hmm. before straight black men anyway right we decided that we're gonna boycott the nfl because he's a black dude we also decided he don't really got to be an outspoken civil rights leader we're just gonna make him one because he's a black dude right uh doing something very manly playing quarterback in the nfl so i think he's easier to rally around for people he's also easy to rally around because he's quiet correct monique talks too much for the kind of people that support kaepernick right because she you know she'll say something you disagree with she'll voice an opinion you know uh she'll when she's inconsistent on things uh because her like when she told everybody they need to forgive roseanne because roseanne looked out for her she loses a big chunk of the people that otherwise would be like oh yeah we we got to support the good sis monique you know um both of them are having basically employment disputes that are that are 
couched it in like some black nationalism type stuff and i don't know if either one of them can make the case because uh, you know the way i feel about kaepernick is not as i just feel like he's good enough to be in a league and should be playing and i feel like monique's good enough at stand-up that she should be able to get a special you know i don't know what the right number to pay her is right i don't know what the right number is either i don't want to get into that argument i think it's all semantics but uh i don't think people were going to um gather around monique like that because i think she's giving she has been too outspoken about too many things for people to make her the silent martyr that they've made kaepernick right you know she's spoken too much to be an avatar yeah i think kaepernick you have a lot of people with different causes that support kaepernick with different politics mostly because he don't talk about shit right like i don't know what would happen if this nigga actually was out here saying shit oh the tide would turn you know what i mean because look at how shit happened when he talked about both two sides of the same coin and why he wasn't gonna vote like he lost a lot of people just in that moment and then he went quiet again and then people let it go and then when he wore that shirt with fidel castro like and malcolm x shaking hands like he he loses people sometimes with this shit even the kunta kente thing right uh but i think because he's mostly quiet it's just easier to like to uh to at least keep focused on the idea that he deserves a job with monique people don't like her in a lot of cases and and they're never gonna be fair right uh alicia writes in finally pressing sin karen and ross ha i've been wanting to write in for a while but i just haven't done it i've been slipping y'all now on now some other alicia writes into the show damn yeah alicia you was late uh anyway i wanted to throw in my two cents about chick-fil-a dan kathy goes to my church his views are so strange to me i don't understand how he could be a member of my church where there are so many different people ways of life and cultures in one place and be the owner of a company whose name is synonymous with homophobia the son well honestly the only na- reason the name is synonymous homophobia is because of him right he had to say shit nobody would have known yeah the sunday after the bill was passed for same-sex marriage our pastor made a whole speech about how he was glad that people can legally love who they love and how the right to marry i mean i guess oh it had the right to marry i mean i guess people are ridiculous because of this honestly uh honestly because i'm a recent vegetarian my focot marches on hey don't get it how you live um oh yes the black capitalist section my new fave the chinese kids in the nike sweatshops equal he looked at me with his little chinese eyes from black dynamite oh yeah i remember that's <laughs> black dynamite classic oh yes uh when y'all when some random guy says woo during the get 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 out of here this is stupid clip i laugh like it's the first time i heard it every single time it's my favorite yes that one and the and the one you played with uh what you call it i i feel sorry for this man that them two always made me laugh mm-hmm. um listening to y'all on half speed is hilarious and it really picks me up sometimes especially when i'm stressed out at work i've heard listening to us on two times speed that's the first time i've heard someone say listening half, to us on half. half speed yeah yeah uh i can't wait in summer when white girls will start having their unreasonable weddings i love this section of the show even though the voice you use for them is the same in my mind they are all images of different kinds of crazy ass white girl i went to college with yeah i mean i can do multiple white girl voices but i feel like my i don't have the true range to keep it up you know i mostly slip to either the high pitch 
sadity spoiled white girl when it comes to these but you know if it was a wedding in the south maybe i'd do a southern bell but you know i forgot it is gonna be that time of day. you know what they planning right now about march april you know when it get a little warm we will we'll, the articles will start popping back out it's an art finally what happened with elon and twib i used to listen to listen to the show for news i worked around a lot of well-meaning white people at the time but when i got a new job where i couldn't listen to podcasts as much as i used to when i finally go back to listen it to listening the format had changed he was doing more stuff with emily amani uh, was gone he was talking about having a being a new dad then twib was gone every now and then you bring up elon and people roasted him but i don't know why i'm not on twitter so i didn't see what happened what popped off there and when i fire up the old google machine i only get results of articles he's written i always guess that something huge happened for him to stop the twib nation the twib nation but i don't know what oh shit this was long i'm sorry oh and always remember you matter you matter Iyala, the other alicia they used to write into the show oh no um you know what that is a good question and um i'm gonna be honest i'm not gonna answer that that's not my tea to spill no that is not you gotta ask him mm-hmm. like he on twitter or email him or something or ask the people around him because i feel like you that's know that's his story to tell baby nothing positive that could have that could come from my bird's eye view because i wasn't over there uh speaking out of turn and being like this is what happened y'all um but i don't know he got two kids now i mean you know he a dad like life who knows you know but i used to listen to twib religiously as well Mm -hmm. all the way to the end really so um you know that and then the, the, the twitter thing i don't know how much that was written about like you said you googled and you couldn't find out what it was so that you know i i I, i'll I'll explain that in a second we got to go to the break all right so part two um the only the thing about the the twitter thread i think this is kind of widespread so everybody kind of knows but um he was tweeting about how when he first got married his in-laws who were white had like were basically were racist and had issues with him and had issues with his wife marrying a black man and how awkward and terrible it was and he refused to eat or ate outside or something like that and now it's become like embellished over time but he was trying to write this thread to be to say how thankful he was for the fact that black women have held him down and you know he's been able to lean on his friends to get through shit like that obviously even if it is true it's a bad look for twitter because you know people are gonna be like you using black women for emotional labor and then you marry a white woman woman um and so that basically that was the backlash that he received on thanksgiving and then it morphed from like clowning that day to like it's been three years now i think and people basically do it every year um since then to the point where he deletes his account um and then comes back it's probably a good social media break to be honest but mm-hmm. um you know and so that's what it became others there's other stuff where people talk about the working environment with twib and all that stuff i did not work there i don't you know did not work there those are stories for them to tell mm-hmm. and i'm sure and they've all kind of hinted at or told their stories uh either online and stuff so i'm not gonna be messy and get into that part but that's what happened on twitter and um because other people say he was difficult to work with and shit 
then you also have an extra element of people keeping it going because now that they're turning themselves into heroes for mocking this man um and it got real bad to me um i never participated in the shit but it got real bad to me because like they were talking about his wife and her looks they were talking about his child um people with to me that's 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 one of the reasons i don't really fuck with the woke niggas because they're not really woke they're just mean the other way you know what i'm saying like that harassing people and dragging people is the same shit to me um it just depends on if you agree with it or not and so sometimes they do shit and then they claim it's for these altruistic reasons it's just them being assholes to pass the time and i think now that we're three four years later and people still want to do it it's really more about just them being assholes because it's not the, the the original point of it is lost and it it was not the kind of thing where even when he tried to explain it and clean it up and it just nothing ever was going to change it because people had too good of a time that first time so you know whatever work he's ever done and shit was was basically forfeit and like i said then on the other side of that you got people that have legitimate gripes with him that you know were drowned out because no they one were. no one really listened to those people's gripes because they was like fuck this we got jokes and it's party time yeah right so it's just all jokes and calling him names and shit and you know i i feel comf- i feel uh not really even conflicted but i just feel like i'm not participating in certain shit because i think that's so fair weather to you know to, like elon is part of what inspired us to keep podcasting and part of um you know i was a fan of twib so Same. you know um and we were pretty cool we met him before mm-hmm. and stuff i mean it's i don't know i just think some of this shit i just keep in you have to keep in house for yourself because there's no reason in the same other thing i wouldn't go on twitter and be like defending him or telling everybody to chill out because it's really not worth it for who for what you know what i mean like it it wasn't my bed to make or lie in um and i don't believe you have to defend motherfuckers uh because they your friends like if he did something fucked up or something clownable he gonna get clowned ain't shit i can do about it nope but i just don't have to participate in it and so that was my line i just said i'm not gonna participate in talking shit about this dude because you know there's uh, among the things that may have been fucked up he's also done some good things too and agreed you know i'll leave other people to reconcile with how they you know talk about it because there's people that benefited from him and his platform and shit that completely understood after a point like this is not going to work out and continue to fuck with him because he you know he's very persuasive you know and i just i think the other reason i'm not mad at him is because i just consistently stand up for myself and stand up for our show and i'll be like no you know there's plenty of shit he asked us to do that i just said no i don't want to do that and then when when he asked why i'm like because if it doesn't work out i'm gonna be mad and so i'd rather do something with you that is fun than switch this fun shit into work because i don't play about my work no sir you know so anyway anna writes in hi rod and karen can you help explain why i've been waking up with the reading rainbow theme song going on through my head and the words are all crisp like when karen sings it also now whenever some yeah uh ray actually said something similar to me uh also now whenever something hilariously strange happens i always want to respond like oh no and i love that she's bringing back right in front of my salad 
yeah yeah um i love that and i and honey when i found out what that meant i was like oh no like that's what happened everybody was like yeah karen i was like oh my bad i I didn't realize it uh i want to say thank you for all that you do i think because of what you've been talking about i was more ready to receive some insight from a work assigned book and also to reflect on myself and my habits and behaviors it also helps knowing that a relationship that appears as smoothly run and tuned as yours really does require a lot of work and checking in so while i'm a canadian i had my thanksgiving a month ago i'm heartily thankful for both of you and your heartily not hardly heartily heartily thankful for both of you and your help in making me a better version of myself thank you anna thank you anna. thank you thank you anna um we appreciate it mm-hmm. our girl allegra writes in hello ron and karen this is feedback on 2000 episode hope your thanksgiving day was a good one i have some things to be thankful for the opportunity to podcast you too though my husband and i have been at it for over three years we've learned a lot you both were part of that uh through working with us and through us listening to your shared you share your journey on your show we respect you not for your celebrity but for your sincerity thank you thank you we're not celebrities i appreciate the fact that i'm not only in a lot of i'm not only in a lot the only one in a lot of things that swirl around in my head hearing you and karen discuss the shit that uh, mariano and i talk about is refreshing i've always been a pragmatic thinker who has a passion for social and civil rights and equality but that wasn't always in vogue it's so endearing to know that there are more uh like me in my 40 and 50 age range group uh that aren't afraid to share and have grace and share it on a public platform okay that's enough thank you always thanks for the shout out it made my heart swell three sizes allegra oh thank you thank you yeah a lot of grace and mercy a lot of people trying to kill that but lord but it's one of those things where everybody needs it and everybody wants it but they don't want to extend it yeah i I think that's the other thing is like i also think people are scared now to say i forgive somebody or i'm moving on or i'm letting something go because you really don't get rewarded for those three things no, you, you get don't it's it's the elon shit you get more rewarded for bringing up elon three four years later even though he didn't do shit to you you get more yeah. and by rewarded i mean retweets interaction mm-hmm, yeah. dopamine you get more from that than being like i'm gonna sit this out because i don't know that man mm-hmm. you know or that you know that was you know like okay it was funny at first but now you know that y'all taking pictures of his wife and calling her ugly and shit maybe that's wrong maybe we should chill the fuck out you know and it makes you the and it, and that's the other thing because of the way that group dynamics work online you become the bad guy if you say i think y'all might be going too far i think y'all crossed the line yeah that's the way they just they eat and and, and eat everybody who's not on board this is from mark hey ride karen good morning as always thank you both for everything that you do i'm old enough that i don't mess with social media seeing and hearing about the garbage that is spread there makes me sure this action is correct i hate that you both are being impacted to the extent that you are i hope that you are doing everything possible to minimize exposure from the more ridiculous elements uh we are we're taking steps man uh for sure i think part of what we do with this job at least what i do i don't know that i'll ever be able to completely be away from it because of what we do we, I, how the fuck we gonna promote this shit you know what i mean but um yeah i, I mean definitely taking more steps and it's not really about social media it's just taking more steps to be he- healthy mentally period period you know social media is just one of those things that you see in it or i see and it 
like it may it reiterates over and over to me like why you can't really take it seriously or you have to be careful with it that said i appreciate when you provide context and clarity on internet stories where other outlets ignore for the sake of content what few stories there are about patrick patterson the nba player supported the impression that he flat out referred to black women as bulldogs granted his actual statement was too imprecise for a written medium but too many outlets went with the errant interpretation waiting until after the apology the context that he was responding to a comment off his instagram post was enlightening this might be more of a question for balls deep but if is patrick patterson that major a presence in the nba no Mm-mm. not that i follow sports but i've never heard of this man before this article same baby same yeah i patrick patterson um i would not know this man if he delivered me papa john's pizza yeah he's, he's not exactly a household name which is another reason i thought it was funny because this i hate to see it i hope i don't sound ridiculous i don't know who this man is i mean he could be walking down the street i wouldn't i wouldn't know a thing sorry to this man this the other reason it's funny uh like i know other niggas was mad but it's why it was funny to me he only gonna be known for this like this even funnier now because it's like damn nigga you fucked up one time this you forever and you never gonna be able to clear it's like when um, somebody google your name this is what's gonna pop up it's like an episode of curb your enthusiasm where like larry's trying to explain like no i don't think black women are bulldogs i'm saying this man has an ugly wife that looks like a bulldog she just happened to be black and we're gonna be like mm, 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 really though i don't know you married to a white woman you in the nba mm. so it's fucked up but it's funny um <laughs> uh not that i follow sports but i've never heard of this man for this article i do know i don't know what i do not know what you're sadder the person who follows the nba player just to talk smack about his marriage or the nba player responding to someone obviously that a troll bro he fucked up when he responded but i mean yeah both are fucked i mean oh, man <laughs> that's a good question i don't know what's worse i can't picture me following any motherfucker on any platform to be mad at them no i, I don't i don't follow for mads i follow uh because i like you I, I follow big butts like you know i just don't know why people follow like trump even like i only unless it's your job i don't even want to know what this nigga got to say Mm-mm. let me guess some more racism wow uh anyway keep up the great work and i appreciate the reading rainbow moments that you started doing at the start of the show amazing uh amazon should hook y'all up in some way because i have literally gone straight to one click off of a couple of the books you've excerpted in the past few weeks thank you mm-hmm, thank you I, maybe we should make an amazon link oh that's work no that uh, Rice said hi there rod and karen when i heard uh, about the 504 queens from uh louisiana the first thing i thought about was the ladies that do the walking out the door for mardi gras if you haven't seen a video i've included one of the lady buck jumpers they are too cool and this is how i imagine the 504 queens walked out of the theater to jump into the manager's face you go 504 queens um yeah i i'm trying to think is this that video where uh or that gift where the two women are walking in sync is that the the buck jumpers i have not heard no, these women. i'm sorry Mm-mm. uh they did include a video i'll try to put it on screen so we can all watch it together as a family okay but uh you know my computer it likes to move at the speed that my computer likes to move which is whenever the fuck it feel like it i got I'm trying to pause it so the other screen has time to go there all right okay. i was like we don't see nothing shout out to candace h justin j they uh they donated recurrent donated 
Chriselle, our girl Chriselle, shout out to her. Adam S, Yvonne M, NP, Michael S, Tom W, and that's everybody. Wow, we Ooh, did it. We made it to the end of the list. Took us an hour. Um, alright. Uh, is it showing? No. It's trying to show it. Oh, okay. It's, it's coming. There you go. Okay. Alright. Now let me see what these ladies is working with, cause I don't know these ladies like that. They, so they, <laughs> So this is some New Orleans shit. I heard the yeah, this gotta be New Orleans live. Man. Oh, let me go back because it's kind of freezing on my screen. I don't know if it's freezing on y'all's. But, oh, why like they just be sashaying out? They got feathers. They wearing all yellow. first of all every woman that is showing so far clearly makes a mean macaroni and cheese come on you know that potato salad be banging <laughs> probably make their biscuits from scratch and they cornbread too okay that is a mean that is a thanksgiving you'll never forget walking out of this door in this yellow i just want you to understand that um but yeah i don't i mean i've never seen it before <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I mean, listen. You know these women went and saw Harriet in the theater. <laughs> you okay? The goddamn, they let you woke niggas ruin Harriet for them. They don't give a fuck about what y'all talking about. Cynthia Arrivo, Cynthia Shriver. I don't give a fuck. I'm watching this Harriet. I'm I know that much. Harriet, y'all not gonna mess up my Harriet. I, I guarantee mm-hmm. you. Uh, After put your wig on, we going, girl. Now, I'm not 100% sure if I'm pronouncing it right. It's either Catania or Catania who writes our last email. Happy Thanksgiving, Karen and Rod. Happy Saturday, Rod and Karen. If it's your lady, Catania or Catania. Uh, I've been laying low the past couple of weeks. However, I've been listening. As always, you two are amazing and uh, engaging podcasters. And in this season of gratitude, I just want to let you know that I'm grateful and thankful for you two. The content you create and for sharing your views, life lessons, and humor with us all. Since it's been a while since I've written in, I'm going to quickly summarize a couple of things that have stood out to me. One, the addition of the Reading Rainbow theme music. Love it. I admire that you were able to make a joke out of that. Every time you play the song now, I can't help but have a smile on my face. Number two, Fighting for Your Joy. I don't quite remember if that's the name of the episode. However, I remember you and Karen broaching this topic a few weeks back. I totally can relate to what you were saying about fighting for what brings one happiness and joy in life in spite of what other people will say i in reflecting on how i've been fighting for my joy i realized what surprised me along my journey is realizing that my parents can be unsupportive when i try to do something that is outside of their vision of what is acceptable in my effort to find my bliss right for example a year after i graduated from grad school with a master's in international affairs i left the position in the study abroad uh grad school with a master's in oh wait i left the position in the study abroad department at nyu and procured a six-week unpaid internship in a small contemporary ballet company because i wanted to move into the direction of arts management and administration since it was unpaid i got a health food store in order to keep some money coming during those six weeks when i informed my parents of what i was doing they both reject reacted very negatively my dad i mean yeah that's first of all uh shout out to you because that's like something off off of like this is us right like that the balls to be like you know or the the uh ovaries to whatever you know to be like yo uh 
this ain't it i'm about to go do uh unpaid internship and get a part-time gig because this i'm not happy doing what i'm doing black people just do not normally get to do shit like that like i'm like is this a tv script because normally black people shit is normally this is some shit you hear about becky doing my dad commented that this was something that only high schoolers do work as a cashier in a health food store my mom stated that i didn't love myself wow they were shouting so much that i shut down and left the house and went to an art gallery a couple of times over to cool down it was hard to have them react this way and while it's been four years since this incident i realized that i had to find support from people outside my parents i've been blessed and surprised to find and have found support for my career change from a couple college friends my younger sister co-workers uh for my part-time jobs and even parents from the dance studio i volunteered at in hmm. saying all this i guess i wanted to add that i'm in fighting for your joy you can be surprised who really does not support you and that you still that you should keep still keep going and fighting for it anyway yeah 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 and, and 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 how can i say this a lot of times in parents fear they do more harm than good and their fear of you got this degree, you got this education in their mind, they feel like you ought to be making money. You know, they're, they're, like, like, so their, their quote unquote anger was coming from a place of fear. You know, them not understanding, them not seeing your vision, you know, cause parents can't see a child's vision cause the vision isn't theirs. The vision is yours. And so for a lot of parents, you have to almost do shit and then eventually they'll slowly come around it should not have to be like that it's sad that it has to be like that but it's almost like you have to prove the parents wrong before parents are like okay this shit ain't that bad because the initial response was complete out of fear yeah the cost of being wrong or failing for a black woman and black person is normally considered so high so steep that our parents think they're protecting us by telling us don't try to live your dreams don't get too ambitious with your supports don't take too too uh with your efforts i mean don't take too much risk every person that you see that is black and like pursuing some type of artistic endeavor normally don't have the support of their parents you know or you have to like work hard as karen said to already be doing the thing and then they go okay i think you can do the thing um and it's not you know unfortunately i hate the way that it happened that they were yelling and shit like that that's that's terrible you know and and you would almost hope that they would want that moment back but i don't know your parents or whatever so i don't want to assume but that's you know that's that's a horrible thing you know moment um but at the same time it's like they is they do it out of love and protection they just don't understand that it's it's traumatic as well you know it reminds me of queen sugar when micah chose to go to um a hbcu instead of the white elite school that his mom wanted to go to and she freaked the fuck out and yelled at him in front of everybody and yeah it does come from a place of wanting your kid to do the best but at the same time it's uh that your kid will always remember that mariah carey number three i went on your website looking to leave a comment on the last this too much episode when i stumbled upon your two guest spots on music ate my brain podcast episodes praise to the almighty mariah carey i thoroughly enjoyed it 
this might be to your point rod where you stated that mariah has succeeded at not having her private life derail or detract from her musical success i was surprised that you all did not mention her first marriage to tommy matola the head of columbia records back in 1993 it was rumored that he had a full had a controlling nature which is why her first albums were a bit more poppy and why her first videos attempted to make her seem racially ambiguous and more cutesy i've heard that before once they separated in 1997 mariah was able to exercise more control over her music and her image hence why her album butterfly which was released in 1997 was a big deal the video honey marked the first time she got to be more sexy and that the album leaned more heavily in the r&b hip-hop sounds just wanted to put that out there yep yep love mariah that's our girl uh i feel like this email is pretty long so i'll stop here love you too keep being amazing and i look forward to hearing your voices soon have a great break when whenever you two take it this week recharging is necessary love katanya thank you thank you yep um but yeah i i, I feel you not that sucks i don't know how you and your parents feel now or if y'all are able to to heal that or whatever but i hope you guys can at some point if uh you know that because yeah that that just sucks man uh that's everybody that's all the feedback this is a long feedback episode two mm-hmm. hours but uh this is it for the week for us as far as the main show i do owe y'all of this too much so y'all will get that but uh that's about it so we'll see you guys in a week and until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>